Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Crosstalk Podcast. Uh, today we have a new addition. Uh, Austin, who was in our last episode, is actually going to be our official co-host for every episode, so he'll be joining us. Yeah, th- that's right. I've uh, I've been promoted by Noah to not just a guest, but to a host, and I'm pretty excited about this. We're going to be doing this every week, which is going to be really fun because it's going to be interesting to see all of these podcasts accumulate throughout the the weeks and see what we're talking about and give a perspective on modern day news in the gaming and media world. But Noah, how are you doing this week? I am doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing all right. I've uh I've been playing a lot of um Rocket League actually this week. Yeah. I've recently gotten into Rocket League. Have you ever played that? Uh, I played it a couple times. Xavier, one of our friends, uh, Gabe and I played it with him, and he ended up getting uh, <laughs> a little irritated with us because we didn't know what we were doing. And oh. that's about my uh, experience with mm. uh, Rocket League. Well, the thing about Rocket League is, and I mean, it, it's a very big learning curve. Like, it's not the kind of game that you pick up and you just play, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it takes a good solid week I would say, to even become somewhat competent at the game. I remember I uh, I got my friend Ethan into it from Two Guys Play, and um and I had been playing it for, for about <laughs> um for about a month uh, when I got him into it, and um freaking I I told him I was like, dude, for right now, because he was asking me like, how do you do aerials? How are you doing this? How are you doing this? I was like, dude, for now, just focus on hitting the ball the ball you don't even have to hit it in the right direction just hit the ball and if you can do that then you're doing better than i did on my first day because (laughs) i was so lost when i played it i'm like i don't know where i'm going i don't know where the ball is i can't keep up with this shit it's going too fast oh yeah and the physics of that game you know it's a physics-based game which obviously the physics of the ball aren't going to be exactly what you would expect them to be so you have to really get used to the way the ball bounces and i think that was the uh the part of the game for me that um took the uh longest to get used to but now i'm uh you know i'm working my way up to plat so i feel like i've gotten okay at the game but yeah, that's been basically uh, my gaming freaking uh life for the past little bit i stopped playing fire emblem three houses because i uh deleted my file and oh, yeah. uh, I'm trying. I tried to start a let's play of it, but uh, we'll see how that goes. My heart belongs with the um, with the Golden Deer Alliance. I, I can't bring myself to do a playthrough with the Blue Lines. That's what I'm struggling with right now with that playthrough. But you know, that's another story. Uh, what yeah, have you? See, been I playing? don't know. I don't even know what any of that means. I've never played a Fire Emblem game. Maybe, maybe you should, man. It's phenomenal. I, I've thought about. it. I have a couple of friends that really like it, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't but I've been I've been playing. I picked ukulele back up because I saw you were playing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's like an on and off kind of game for me because it's uh-huh. kind of, it's really boring. But what do you it's, think? What are your What are your thoughts on ukulele? Uh, this long after release, I thought that the first world was really fun, uh-huh. and then the rest of the game kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, the, I, I've seen like clips from the game and like it just looks like a huge open sandbox with nothing in it especially for the later worlds it's like it's like nuts and bolts where it's got that like similar problem but without the fun of like building your own car and stuff is yeah it's it's quite boring (laughs) the fun of building your own car you mean the torture 
Well, I don't know. The, <laughs> no, the, the, I don't like the game because it's not a Banjo Kazooie game. But if it if it were a standalone game, it'd probably be a lot more fun. Yeah. In my eyes, because it's like you see it now, and it, it like soiled the series. So I can't get past that. I I, I tell you, I, I I hear that from everybody. Like everyone who's played that game, um, is always like, it's a good game, but it's a horrible banjo kazooie game yeah it's nothing like the previous game i don't know why they slapped banjo kazooie on the title because it was it was such a disappointment for people that were looking forward to the new banjo game now if it was like a new rare ip or something i think it would have done a lot better it's like it's like john tron's video he says it should have been tiktok's nuts and bolts not banjo kazooie's nuts and bolts and it would have been a way better game we can't talk about him what (laughs) why I'm just kidding. <laughs> John Tron is copyrighted. No, he's uh he's been canceled, dude. You can't talk about canceled people, oh, yeah. remember? Well, well, we uh, half of our topics cannot be talked about about because everyone at some point has been canceled. <laughs> yeah. Damn, how, we, long we, for, how long before the game base gets canceled, man? Not not long. Not long, probably I would a, say. Probably a thin line for me. Probably it, 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 there. <laughs> I, I, I can just see it now. The game base was talking on episode 43 of the Crosstalk podcast when he said, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling it. And then that, <laughs> I did something just so casual, and I just I was, get canceled. I was waiting to see what you're going to go with. I'm like, is he going to cancel himself right now with <laughs> oh, the <yeah>. joke? <laughs> I wasn't going to give context to what I wasn't feeling because <laughs> I know how that works. But yeah, the thing about this podcast is it's going to be at least an hour of me just talking for, um, you know, every a week, week. A week. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's going you're to. Gonna, you're going to mess up, dude. At one point, I'm going to mess up and get canceled. But uh, this not. this isn't on our topic list, and I don't even know how um, how uh, up to date you are with this. But did you see Pro Jared tried to make a comeback? Dude, I watched the whole 40 the, minute oh, video. Oh, well, let's talk <laughs> about it. This is this I didn't is even nice. Think about that. <laughs> this is nice. Okay, this is nice. We're talking about getting canceled. No one has been canceled. In 2019, more than pro Jared, maybe we're about to get canceled because we're talking about this con this uh this controversial topic. I also watched the full video. Me and Noah <laughs> have never even discussed the situation. Yeah, I, I've totally forgot about it until you just brought it up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very very um excited that you've seen the whole video because we can actually talk about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Noah, what what you I think can... of the video? I think the FBI is waiting outside the door, waiting for me to misspeak or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He didn't. He had some evidence, but like I don't know. He he kind of did the thing that he accused other people of doing, where he just kind of says stuff, but he doesn't really have evidence to back some of it up. So I I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know how I feel? <laughs> I, I, well, the thing about it is, I went into I went into the video. And I was like, oh, man, here we go. Here we go. Let's see how many dislikes this thing has. Yeah. And it had like 50,000 likes and like 5,000 dislikes. And I was like, what? I was like, I- did he effectively stray public opinion? Or yeah. What? So once I saw the like to dislike ratio, I was like, this must be, be a pretty decent video, at least. And I was like, you know, this guy had to have spent the last three months doing something he had to have some kind of you know evidence and and i will say about pro jared um by the way let's just start this off with i still think pro jared's a piece of garbage he's irredeemable in my eyes everybody in this situation is 
it's exactly just a dumpster yeah. fire. It's everybody's guilty of something in this, and it's just horrible. Yeah, and <laughs> um, but I will say about Pro Jared in this video, he completely, in my opinion, um, disproved the biggest and most crucial claims against him, which were that he tried to send nude pictures to minors, which in this video is most of what he talked about. And I mean, he, he completely disproved it, at least for one of them. And for the other one, he gave some, he made some very good points as to why this guy might not necessarily be, uh, should be believed, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, the, uh, oh, no, <laughs> no. Um, I was like, I don't even remember what I was going to say now. Damn. So I, 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 thought, I, I thought that was a, uh, I thought that, I thought that was a very, very strong case in the video. Um, in the part where like, uh, you know, he basically, I mean, I, I know he had admitted to it before the big controversy, but just the way he so openly talks about, you know, sending nudes to fans, that is like, that that's messed up. I mean, no matter. I mean, yeah, yeah. And it's obviously an abuse of of his power too, because he knows the fan. Sometimes fans will do anything to get the attention of like a celebrity like that, and especially since they're he has such a young audience. I think that's an interesting dynamic to throw in there. Especially yeah, especially when you know your demographics mostly underage. Yeah, and also, I mean, <laughs> when you're in that situation, and I mean, if you're in any situation where you've never met a person, and you're just going off, hey, are you 18 plus? And they're like, yeah, I'm 18 plus. If you're freaking <laughs> pro Jared, and you have the, the power that you have, is it not out of this world that a kid might lie to you in order to maintain your attention, in order to continue a conversation? I think... I think that he did, did. I think he did that on. Pro I can't. I can't say without any any evidence. But that's a good way to get out of a situation like that when he's like, "Well, I asked." Yeah, you know, it's guy. Uh, and I mean, uh, he, I mean, he did ask. I mean, in the video, he did show that that he did ask, and that person was lying about that. So oh, I will give that to Pro Jared that he's he um he did at least ask that person. Do I, I mean there there were and he made the point in the video. People were like, "Well, you should have asked for their ID." It's like, and then he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna freaking dock get them to dox themselves," which <laughs> I, I I mean whatever I guess. But I I think that's just more evidence to this that you you just shouldn't have been doing it. Like why? Yeah, like because you can't 100 percent ver verify that they're telling the truth anyway, so you really shouldn't have done it in the first place because of that. Yeah, I mean, so this, you put yourself in this situation because you're sick, dude. Yeah, I mean, this dude was uh, messed up. Imagine just having that kind of like an obsession with nudes. I mean, he had a wife, and I mean, he didn't. Um, here's the part that I didn't believe. In. I think his wife's crazy too. By the way, I'm not sitting here. I'm not one of those oh, people. No. Everybody in the situation is just. <sighs> oh, yeah. I'm not sitting here being like, um, you know, Heidi's innocent. You know, I think what she did was insane. He asked for a divorce and she, I mean, she threatened to blow up his career and, and she did it. Did pro Jared probably deserve it? Sure. But I mean, that doesn't make it any less crazy what she did. But I will say in the video. Uh, he he was talking about um, 
I never cheated on Holly, or not Holly, uh, Heidi. Of Why do their names sound so similar? Uh, but <laughs> he was, uh, he was mm. like, I had asked for a divorce, and she declined me. So I just went ahead and did it. And it was just like, for that part, I'm like, eh. <laughs> you know, pro Jared, and, and, and conveniently, that's the part that he didn't have any evidence for. I'm sure, yeah. you know, I mean, and we know, go to her Twitter, if you hear Heidi's side of the story, that's not how it went down at all. But I mean, yeah, no, no, that, that stuff's not important to me. Cause it's like personal stuff. So I don't really care. But, but if you're a pedophile, eh. he proved he wasn't a pedophile. At least well, just for at that least situation, with that one case, we don't know. We don't know yet. I'm not calling him a pedophile. I'm not saying he's not. I just, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. The biggest allegation so. <laughs> though is it has been disproved, but here's what I'll say. There is no way. He did this for as long as he did it and did it with the fans and more people didn't lie to him and just didn't mention it. I, you can't you'd have to be so naive to think that. I mean See, that's why I think he is a predator because I think he knows he just doesn't care, right? Yeah, as Either long way. as he asked, it doesn't matter if they lie to me. Yeah. Yeah, it it's messed up. Pro Jared's a pretty messed up guy. I I, I can gladly say as someone who's been very involved in that community, I was never subscribed to Pro Jared. So I've never watched any of his stuff. Well, I've seen his stuff on Normal Boost, but I didn't like his personal. Stuff. I always thought he was kind of weird. So yeah. I guess, you know, I've always yeah. I, honestly, I mean, I know this sounds like uh, you know, looking back on it with you know, with the knowledge that we have, but I, I have to. I've always got a weird vibe from him. Like I don't know. I don't know if it's the way he looks. I, I think it's because he looks know. like Momo. That's what yeah. The is. <laughs> he, he should, that's that's why this got so popular, by the way, because he wasn't the most popular YouTuber in the world. But he's just such a goofy looking guy, and I hate to say it, because you know you don't want to sit here and hate on his looks. But I mean, Pro Jared in particular, just the he's just a goofy looking dude. And so I can make fun of him because I'm goofy looking and uh, I can admit it, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think everybody's a little goofy looking, but Pro yeah. Jared, <laughs> in particular, is very, very goofy looking. And just the fact I, that this goofy looking guy is being accused of being a pedophile and cheating on his wife—I mean, he just fits the part so well. I don't think I don't think that he looks weird. I think it's his mannerisms that make him look weird, and it's kind of that weird personality that he has that we finally yeah. have seen come to the surface that yeah. was manifesting deep down under. <laughs> it, 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 it is. It is. Now the odd. weird thing about this stuff is like this was kind of like an open secret, kind of like kind of like the stuff they got going on in Hollywood and stuff where like people know, but they don't want to talk about it. Right. Cause it's been the, the nude Tumblr thing has been, a uh, openly established for a long time. And all the, most of the fans have known about it. I didn't so, know about it. <laughs> well, I didn't know about it then, but the people that were in his fan base knew about it at the time, which is, <laughs> is that not like a, massive red flag i i don't know well see that's where the the power dynamic thing comes in is it's not a red flag because they're too worried about trying to get his attention that they just don't they don't see it yeah especially because they're they're a younger fan base too which is why i think he is a predator (laughs) yeah and that's the thing that's the thing that doesn't look good for pro jared all of his fans we would be on the older end of the pro Jared fan base, I would say, if we were pro Jared fans, which, <laughs> yeah, we're, which we're not. 
I, I want to make that Clarify. very clear. Oh, dude, we just screwed up on the first episode. Got canceled. We're, we're canceled. Dang it. Uh, it was a good run. It was a good it's run. It's entirely Austin's fault because I didn't have this on the list of things to talk about. I just want to throw it out there. Well, well don't, we, don't. You, we had to talk about it. You brought up yeah. people getting canceled. Pro Jared got canceled. And we have to determine whether he remains canceled. Did you just use the Uno card on me? The, the reverse. reverse. <laughs> oh, oh no, I, I definitely brought it up, but I think it was. I mean, it's the most interesting thing that happened on YouTube this week. Uh, what do we talk? I, what is yeah. this podcast <laughs> if we don't talk about the most interesting things that happen on the week? If we don't ride the line of getting canceled, then what is the what's the point? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we are riding that line, but I will say. Pro Jared remains canceled. Is he? Should he go to prison? See, see, before he was in the in the in the state that he should potentially go to jail. Like this man should probably be arrested. Now he is, and I hate cancel culture. By the way, I, I mean, when I'm saying this, I'm mostly joking. And but Pro Jared is a very unique case in this, and where he's actually done some pretty bad crap. I'm actually surprised that the police haven't investigated it yet already. Yeah. But I will say, Pro Jared, no, he's kind of, I think he has worked his way to, he's just canceled now, and he's not a a criminal. So, I mean, he probably still is, but uh, there's at least no evidence against him now, which is good. We'll see. I bet something will happen in the future. Yeah, yeah. It, it it is a rough situation, but you know, I, I I like I said, I hate cancel culture. But in a situation like this, it, it's probably good to air some of that stuff out. The, the the part that I hate is like in two thousand and two, the man eating turtle said that he hates this in particular thing, and then it's Jeez. just yeah, and then you're just like you know, oh well, I don't I don't feel that way anymore. Then it's like oh, that doesn't matter matter. Give me your career, and like that that's the cancel culture I hate, and I think some people deserve it. But also, you know, some people don't. I think, I think the problem is that we're we're there because we've people have swept it under the rug for when people actually still believe it. So now that it's become an outrage because they've just kind of thrown stuff under the rug instead of dealt with it. So now we're to this new era where everything's just boop, you're gone. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it, it, stuff that long ago. I mean, I know firsthand that people can change and. The, the person who said that stuff might not even be the same person who who you're ending their career, you know. And so I think it's messed up, but I think that's not a hot take. I think everyone thinks it's pretty messed up, aside yeah. from a, a few K-pop fans who are just <laughs> absolutely insane and just want to destroy people for fun. But other I don't know than anything those, about the K-pop fans. Yeah, so pe- this is entirely an Austin take. I don't know anything <laughs> about K-pop. <laughs> Apparently, all I know is that they're like the spearhead of cancel culture. I, I'm sure okay. there are there are normal K-pop fans out there. I do I do see K-pop stuff trending on Twitter a lot where they're trying to like throw some shade at some other artist because they're trying to get whatever k-pop star they like in the the light i don't know yeah I just occasionally see that and i'm like okay yeah don't care but all right <laughs> well um now that we can stop talking about pedophiles a new spongebob game got announced so well, uh, we didn't go into the other one right straight from this one <laughs> <laughs> just got it just got it just got a segue off that real quick but it was a good conversation i hope we can have conversations like this throughout the podcast because you know I don't want to, I, I hate like having to walk the line between like, is this going to get me canceled? It's like, obviously we're not going to say anything, 
too bad, at least. Maybe some stuff that could be perceived as bad. But anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out I'm of nervous. context, out of context <laughs> clips for the podcast, you know. Yeah. Everybody, you could take anyone who's in the public eye, take one comment out of context, and then freaking boom, it's over. You could take a clip of me in this podcast being like, well, Pro Jerry especially. is not the. I probably said something like that. Like, he's not that Don't bad. do it because you're going <laughs> to. Yeah. You're going to give it to him right now. Uh huh. But anyway, let's talk about this remake SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Uh, ha- ha- what was your experience with the game before they announced this remake? I knew that it was a really good game, and I've seen other people play it online. I've always kind of wanted to play it myself, but I've actually never played the original. The only SpongeBob game I've ever played is kind of one of the bad ones, but I liked it because I was a kid. It was uh, Creature from Krusty Krab. So yeah. that's my that's my experience with SpongeBob games. But after watching the trailer, because I was going to get around to playing it anyway, but now I'm just going to play the remake because... Why not? I mean, oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. If you've played Creature from the Krusty Krab, you've not played a good SpongeBob game. It is at least it wasn't Flying Dutchman because that one. Yeah, so bad. I've seen that one. Uh, it, it pales in comparison. I, I'll, I'll tell you, Battle of Bikini Bottom is one of the best 3D platformers I've ever played. I have had the luxury of growing up with this game. I've had this game for as long as I can remember, and it is just beautiful even if it wasn't a spongebob game it would be phenomenal but just the fact that it is a spongebob game makes it that much better because because you like you pair the best video game of of a generation with the best cartoon of of a generation right yeah and it's so faithful to the universe like they really did their homework and like they made it they made it in spongebob battle for bikini bottom you really feel like spongebob i oh, know <laughs> i think that'll be i'm gonna i'm gonna make a, a review of that game and just start it out with that so i can make it on better a video gonna, game we're gonna hold you video. to that <laughs> it'd be the first game you know on the game base um it says on my on my another on my shameless channel, plug it, it, it is. <laughs> i i got I, we're, oh, I, we're gonna have to get used to it because i, I i'm sure the game base will be talked about a lot on this podcast as that is my <laughs> main medium on the internet but um, on the game base on my channel header, it says gaming reviews and more. But like, there was never a review, and there never has been a review, and there might yeah, not ever be a review. The thing, <laughs> the thing is, I um, I I, di- I didn't make that header. Uh, it was so it was graciously made for me by a fan, and I truly well, maybe, appreciate. Maybe it. they view the kind of videos that you make as reviews. Yeah, maybe, maybe when I'm talking about you know how much I hate something, they consider that just a bad review, which I guess you kind of can. <laughs> You kind of you kind of can do that, but hot in, takes with the game base, uh-huh. that's what you can call it. <laughs> but anyway, I was actually in the middle of a playthrough of SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom when the remake was announced. I was at rock bottom, which if you've not played the game, which you haven't, is um, about halfway through the game. So I was about halfway through a one hundred percent playthrough of the game. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. Oh, yeah. I, I was getting everything. I was getting all the socks, getting all the spatulas. I mean, I had never 100%. I, I had never um, beaten the game before. So, I was like, that was what I wanted to do. I was like, I want to beat this crap for the first time ever. Um, <laughs> but um, they announced the remake, and I just stopped. I'm like, I'm going to play the remake. <laughs> yeah. 
So. Oh, I, I do have more experience with the game. I watched Super Mega play it. I'm, I'm, I'm watching their playthrough right now. Oh, yeah. It, it's a great playthrough, too. They, oh, yeah. Well, everything they do is great. I love that Oh, channel. yeah. I think that might be my favorite channel on YouTube right now. Yeah, either that one or uh, I still love H3 stuff. When he, yeah. I wish he'd upload more comedy videos. Yeah, it's mostly just the podcast. So yeah. I mean, I listen to it, but it's not as good as the oh yeah, well, H three video. I watched his uh, Chick fil A versus Popeyes thing earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. where they were trying. They they said the Popeyes was better. I've got to try this Popeyes chicken sandwich, dude. Popeye. Well, I haven't had the chicken sandwich, but I think in general Popeyes is just better. Not See, not just politically. We had this conversation the other day. I don't like Chick fil A's politics, but I also don't think their chicken is as good as Popeyes. See, I don't like Chick-fil-A's politics, but I think their chicken is the bomb. So I, feel like, I can look past it. I feel like that's it. the majority of people's opinion, I feel like. Yeah, it's so good, dude. Like <laughs> I, I had Chick-fil-A yesterday. Like, it is, it's too good. It's too good. And the, I see it, and I'm like, oh, do I want the chicken sandwich? Because that's the only, like place i can really get fried chicken in yeah. my college town we don't have a kfc we don't have a lee's we don't have anything like that up here so it's like if i want chicken i have to go there but i'm like i don't want to give them money though <laughs> <laughs> uh, the service is so good though the service is so good it's so good other than the I won't politics i won't give in, won't give in. i'm not gonna do it <laughs> Oh, well, I'm a weak man, and so I have to. And I love Chick Fil A. It's probably my favorite fast food restaurant. And maybe if that gets me canceled, then that gets me canceled. But yeah, obviously the politics. Hey, I'm still are good. I took a I took a good take. Um, so. but you know, we actually had the Chick Fil. I had the Chick Fil A versus Popeyes debate before it was cool at EKU Ooh. with one of my roommates. Um, yeah. I was like, I, I was just eating a Chick-fil-A sandwich and talking about how good it was. I was like, this is like the bomb. And my friend was like, Popeye's is so much better. And I was like, yeah, right. And he was <laughs> like, no, it is. And um, so I was like, you know what? Let's go to Popeye's. Let's go tomorrow. We'll, we'll, we'll see what this Popeye's is, is all about. And I remember when I went to Popeye's, I was like, they don't have a chicken sandwich. By the way, what, what? How did it take them this long to get a chicken sandwich? Yeah, let's be real. Come on, guys. That's like the big thing. It, most people get a chicken sandwich at a yeah. chicken place when they go. It's either that or the tenders. Exactly. Or you can just slap the tenders on the bread and you can call uh, that a sandwich. It won't be a very good one, but it, it's at least something. That's what I got at Popeye's when I went to Popeye's. I ordered oh. their chicken sliders, I think it was, because I wanted you know I wanted to compare them to Chick-fil-A. And I always get the spicy chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A. And I was like, I remember I asked the the uh, the person serving me. I was like, "Hey, uh, do you have a spicy chicken sandwich?" And she was like, "Uh, we have uh, this slider. It's kind of spicy." And I was like, "Okay, I'll take that. I'm taking three of those because they were really small." And hmm. um, I got it, and it was a freaking chicken strip on a piece of bread. Oh, and that is a sin. That is a sin, in my opinion. Like, if you're a restaurant and you do that. What is wrong with you? That is not what is what a chicken sandwich is meant to be or a chicken slider. If it is a chicken strip, you're meant to eat it as a finger food. It doesn't yeah. belong between two pieces of bread. It won't Absolutely. fit. It won't work. And it didn't work. And so I walked out of there and the bread was dry. You know, Chick-fil-A, they'll toast their bread. I mean, they'll, uh, I guess toast the bread is the right word. 
Um, yeah, they like butter the bottom and then oh, put it on the griddle, and yeah. it's so good. And like it was just like they took like they took the bun out of the pack and they put two they put a chicken strip between it. And I was like, man, I was like, this is not good. Not only like, does it I not could go home and Chick-fil-A. do this, yeah. Myself. <laughs> I was like, not only is this not as good as Chick Fil A, it is it's not that good. Period. <laughs> But with their spicy chicken sandwich, I really I looked when I was watching H three. I was like, did they toast the bun? Because I know they didn't uh, when I went there. They did. They did toast the bun. So well, maybe you just went to a bad Popeyes. Yeah. So or maybe just with the chicken sandwich, they were just like, let's do what Chick fil A's doing because it's working yeah. for them. And if we can do it without our stupid politics, we'll we'll take over. And it's working. I mean, who was talking about Popeyes a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I know. My my favorite fast chicken fast food place though is KFC. I just, I gotta say. Uh, I'll tell you, KFC. I have a very special relationship with KFC. I, I think KFC is worse than Chick Fil A, undoubtedly, in my opinion. But <gasps> I I genuinely, and that's someone who's from Kentucky. I'm a Kentucky loyalist. But um, <laughs> freaking uh, Chick Fil A. I mean, it's my favorite fast food restaurant. I mean, just in terms of taste. But oh, in general, out of every fast food restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it is. <clears throat> Well, wow, I, I think I'd have to give that to Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. No, no, Freddy's. Freddy's. Freddy's uh, Fries and Frozen Custard. That's my favorite. We don't have that around here. That's the first time I've ever heard of that place. It's kind of like, it's a chain, but it's kind of small. Is it like a Missouri-specific chain? Well, it's, I no, it's like in the Midwest, so I don't know why you guys don't have one. Yeah, well, I live in... Well, well, let's not say cut that out. Mm, don't dox, leave that out. I will. Leave that out. <laughs> Put a a beep. Yeah, I just I freaking gave my hometown. <laughs> and and here's of, my address. The, the thing that it is, my town has like freaking probably less than a thousand people in it, so it wouldn't be very hard for someone <laughs> to come and murder me for saying I like Chick Fil A. Oh, we also used your full name in the intro and in title. Oh yeah, they so they, they just, just have Google. to go to like the the local BP gas station and be like, hey, you know where Austin Sawyer lives? And it's like, yeah, he lives right down the road. It's like, oh, and then Austin gives his address right there. Oh man, I did yeah. it again. <laughs> yeah, because we we know everybody. I mean, I I know everyone who works at the restaurants in this town. But like I said, I I live in the very 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 discreet part of Kentucky. So. I mean, the nearest Chick-fil-A is an hour away from me. So oh. if that shows you how discreet everything is, I, I, I don't have a lot of things near me. But um, oh, what I was going to say, Chick-fil-A is. KFC is my meeting spot with my friends from high school, Jonathan and Will. I guess they won't mind if I say their names, as long as I just say their first names. Um, yeah. Well, unless they find your address, and then everybody mm-hmm. knows who everybody is. Yeah. But but we uh we we and in high school we would always meet at KFC like either after school or on the weekends or something, and so now when we meet up we meet up uh, between semesters we always make a point of it and I'm it makes me very happy that we always make a point between semesters to meet at KFC and just sit down for like two hours and talk because we're very real people you know we're we're real in the sense that we know we all three go to different colleges and we're not going to get to see each other every week or every month or every day you know and we're not like the kind of people who are like our friendship's dead because we don't see each other every day like we used to <laughs> like we we know that's not a possibility and the great thing about us is we we just accept that and we know it and we're just like we're, we're going to make a point to meet up as often as we can and that's, that's nice. between every semester when everyone's home and I, it's a very it's a very nice thing. I always look forward to it. But we never say, let's meet at KFC. 
we always say let's meet at the spot and everyone knows what we're talking about no one ever says kfc because nice. if you don't know what the spot is you don't deserve to be there is Ooh. what we say oh dude now i can show up too because i know what it what all the listeners to this podcast <laughs> yeah in between next we know what the semester, spot is so let's go guys everyone's <laughs> gonna come to my local kfc <laughs> and just see us there and just be like you doxed yourself on that podcast Oh, you mean the the KFC and? I mean, no. I, this is very important. You can't edit this and forget to bleep that out. Oh, you, you're gonna make me have to listen to the whole thing <laughs> again to find it. You've got to promise me right now that you will bleep that out. I, I will. I will. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna be listening back to it and be. Like, he forgot to bleep it out. He forgot to bleep it out. <laughs> and just an absolute nightmare. Uh, and it's on like every platform you can think of, <laughs> like iTunes. That, that, that shows how casual our conversation got. I mean, we were just talking. Like, I forgot we were podcasting there for a little bit. I was just <laughs> talking about SpongeBob. Like, geez. Whew. Okay. Oh, he got me laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what has me laughing. Luigi's Mansion 3. It's got you laughing? It's got me laughing because it looks so bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just say? <laughs> yeah, you heard what I said. Oh, man. You're lucky that we're not in the same room because I'd have to deck you for that one. <laughs> well, you can find your way to my room pretty easily now. Yeah, it's in... Uh... <laughs> right, just go back a few minutes on the podcast and see my address. Dude, what if I put like a like a one second little blip up of, of your address? <laughs> it's just a one frame clip of just my exact. Can you find the cool Easter egg in today's episode? <laughs> just my address. It's like Jesus Christ, man. Send Austin some stuff in the mail. Here's his PO box. Oh my god. But okay, I, I, that was a that was a good way to segue into Luigi's Mansion Three. But do I think it looks bad? No, dude. I'm, I think it definitely has problems though i want to hear what you think about luigi's mansion 3 first though i don't know i'm pretty excited for it because although it's got like kind of the graphical it's like a mixture of the old game with the dark moon which i can live with because we're probably never going to see the anything like the original one again i've come to terms with that so this is as close as we're going to get and it looks pretty damn good yeah, yeah, yeah. That, They've got they got they're not portrait ghosts, they're called character ghosts, but it's the same thing, so I am pretty happy with it. The thing to me about the character ghosts is like, you know, with the portrait ghosts, they looked like people, you know, they looked scary in a way. But the character yeah. ghosts, they have that dumb minion style that the ghosts yeah. in Dark Moon and Luigi's Mansion 3 have, you know. Well, the, they got to keep they're, they're trying to keep it in the Mario branding where it's all cutesy and shit. I think Luigi's Mansion should be its own standalone thing so that we can have yeah. the the real... Because the thing I really liked about the first Luigi's Mansion was the graphics because it looked almost like a Tim Burton kind of claymation movie yeah. almost with the way the graphics were. And it was like... It was cartoony, but it was more realistic than what, we, what we've got now. I don't really know how to explain... It's in this weird um, art style. I don't even know how to describe what it would be. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're. I know exactly what you're talking about, and the yeah, and the best like, the best thing about it was it was legitimately scary. Like a little kid playing that would get scared by it. Oh yeah, and that that's what's so beautiful about it, you know. Um, 
the, the new the new game it's just like oh, he he put a pie in luigi's face it's like you know <laughs> it's like that's not scary i mean and i know they don't want to scare their audience because their audience are young kids and unlike pro jared they recognize that and oh <laughs> yes bringing it back, i love that bringing it back oh. um but also, if Luigi's Mansion didn't scar me for life, and I played it as a kid, it's not going to scar little Jimmy, who's buying oh, it, it for his for Nintendo life. Switch. Scarred That's me in I a like good way. So <laughs> it, I mean, and also, here's, my, uh, here's what I'm worried about. And I'm not talking to you about this, but it's a recent epiphany that I've had. Okay. I think that the floors are basically going to be missions in Luigi's Mansion 3. And they say that you can explore the mansion like the old one. But here's what I'm worried about. In the demo footage they released at E3, that was a very linear mission-based structure that they followed there to finish that yeah. floor. It looked, I mean, it was just Dark Moon, in, in my opinion. And I'm worried that each floor is going to be basically its own mission. And the, the mansion won't be very cohesive because, um, like... They, they, they saw the criticism for the first game, but also it's easier to make a mission-based structure. So they're just going to be like, you can go to the previous floor. There's not going to be anything to do on that floor. But if you want, you can walk back there. But the only well, stuff for you to do is on the floor you're currently on. Well, the first Luigi's Mansion was somewhat like that. Maybe not to the extent that you think this one might be. Yeah. But... but because like the if instead of thinking of it as in the mission structure, think of it with the mission structure, where the mission was to get the final key to unlock to go to the next area, right? Yeah. And most of the time, you'd go to the next floor and do the stuff up there, and then sometimes you'd come back to the next floor. So I don't know. It's it's almost like a mission based, just not like each where it's broken up into little bits like it was in Dark Moon. But if if the whole floor is considered like a mission. Yeah, I can see where that'd be okay because it's kind of like the first game. But but the, with Luigi's Mansion, like there would always be, in, no matter what area that you're in, there would be like a couple doors that you can't unlock yet. You know that are still locked, or you're, they're locked behind just a power that you haven't gotten yet. And that was what was so fun is when you got a key for one of those old areas. You know, back. You know, I think about when you fight the twins and you go back to that hallway where you fought the baby and the, the first yeah, couple yeah. bosses, and you're like, oh, snap, this is part of that family. It's been a long time since I've been here. And you go back through that hallway, and that door's been locked the whole game. And so, you know, when you were there the first time, you were thinking, like, what's behind that door? And it's really cool to go back to these areas and, you know, re-explore them. And it just makes the game feel more cohesive. And I'm worried that the new game's not going to have that. And that once you finish a floor, that's it for the floor. And, 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 and if that's the case then why, why isn't it just a mission structure? Because it's not really I, an open world. I agree with you on that, but I don't. I think that they're going to try and go back towards the original formula a little bit more, but we'll have to see what when it comes out. Cause we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to see. With the way they show it. And I'll tell you, no one is a bigger cheerleader for Luigi's Mansion 3 than I am. I mean, I'm buying it either way, even if it yeah. is, even if like everyone's like, you know what, it's about as good as Dark Moon, I'll still buy it. Because well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to support <laughs> it then. Because then, then they'll make another one just like it. But if I don't buy it, yeah, then maybe they'll go back. Yeah, and it's I never finished Dark Moon. I don't know about you. 
no, I didn't. I've tried to play it on three separate occasions. I yeah, I got bored. It's I just can't. Do it. I, I like legitimately like I I I tried to play it through my first time, couldn't do it. Tried to play it through a second time, lost the copy of the game in the middle of the playthrough, just lost it. But then I saw it on sale for like ten dollars at a place, and I was like, I'll buy it again. You know, ten dollars, yeah. I can afford that. And I got it, started playing it again, got bored again, and stopped playing it. I just can't get through <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I get to about the third mansion, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I think I think I'm done. It's just more of the same. Like it, the missions blend together. It's just like you know, destroy all the cobwebs in this mansion. Then the next one is like, destroy all the chandeliers in this mansion. And it's it's just like, you know, it it's it doesn't feel very um, cohesive and nice. Luigi's like, mansion you know, uh, cleaning. Simulator. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's rough. Dark Moon. I know it has a lot of defenders, and I mean, it's an okay game in my opinion. No, I hate all of the defenders. They're, yeah, they're wrong. <laughs> I, 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 I do believe they're wrong in my opinion, but also in their opinion, they might believe that I'm wrong, which is totally fine. But which is a wrong opinion. Yeah, it's I mean, fine, it's the it's wrong. wrong exactly, it is the wrong opinion. <laughs> but if you want to have that, I mean, you can just make yourself look like an idiot. I mean, that, that's fine with me. Make your own country and move to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> a country that we support Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. Get out of here. If you're a Dark Moon supporter, get out of here, okay? Okay, thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> that was my Trump impression for the podcast. Yeah, you're welcome, folks. One Trump impression per podcast. That's the limit. Oh, We've reached I could probably it. probably do that. We've reached the limit. That oh, I haven't done my Obama one yet, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Hopefully, he's the one with the right opinion. I like the old one. It, uh, it's a lot better. You got the exploration. It's, it's, I love it. You know, okay, uh, <laughs> I hope Dark Moon isn't. Uh, I hope the new game's not like Dark Moon. Uh, I, I I couldn't get through it. I tried to play it on three separate occasions. Lost my copy once. Bought it again. Couldn't play it. Dark Moon. Uh, didn't like it. You know, if you're a supporter of it, then uh, you can get out of this country. <laughs> uh, executive order. That game. It's banned. It's gone. <laughs> oh my hopefully our next president has such a um like a, a very distinguishable voice because obama and trump the one the great things about them is like they're just they have the most memeable voices well dude i if bernie gets it his voice oh is yeah oh i love luigi's mansion <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, i'm telling you luigi's mansion 3 is gonna be the best one i'm telling <laughs> bernie's just a big luigi's mansion 3 supporter everyone gets a free copy <laughs> yeah. I think everyone should get Luigi's Mansion 3 for free. That's what I'm saying. Right, we're going to have to work uh, on our Bernie impression if Bernie yeah, uh, gets the nomination. It's been, a, it's been a while since I've done it. I have to I have to stick my toe back. You know, I, I, I mean, that was the first time I personally even attempted it. I think it wasn't that bad for like that never was, even thinking about it. It also almost sounded like Yogi Bear, you know. Boo-boo boy. Hey, boo-boo. Bernie Sanders is Yogi Bear. Gabe does a really good Yogi Bear. Oh yeah, he does it. Yes. Huh. All right. So 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 let's talk about the um the um results of the Democratic nomination. No, I'm joking. We just get really into who's getting yet. the nomination. Is it becomes oh. a politics podcast? No, I don't want that. It is a politics podcast, just about the politics of the Luigi's Mansion series. Yeah, dude. That's the only politics I'm invested in. I'm just kidding. I care. <laughs> don't jump me. No, it doesn't care. <laughs> we're gonna get him here's proof that the man eating turtle doesn't care it's just a oh yeah if i don't care then why am i running clip. for president oh snap that's true that's true 
vote for me. He's my vice president. Yeah. Guy, so 2020 is when we're going to start making a big push. Oh yeah, we're just, I've been thinking about making some fake campaign ads. And yeah, stuff. yeah, we're we're just waiting. We're waiting for the right time to strike. We're waiting until we're gonna crush the competition. Oh, I just did it. Oops. Oh, you, you. Oh. Well, all right, you are uh, fired. <laughs> I fire you, you from can't the fire me from my podcast on channel. <laughs> That's the thing about promoting me. You've given me too much power. Now I can <laughs> it's fire gone to my you. Head. <laughs> The, the thing about the Luigi's Mansion is, unlike, um, we, we kind of disagree, I guess, on Luigi's Mansion 3, where I think it's going to be more of the same and you are more hopeful that it's going yeah. to be better. I usually get my dreams crushed, though, <laughs> but I try to be hopeful. Yeah, see, that's the thing for me. Nintendo's hurt me so many times. that Like, with The Last Jedi, I was like, maybe it could be good, and then I go in, and then Princess, I come back from the bathroom, <laughs> and Princess Leia's flying through space, and I'm standing there like, uh, the fuck is this shit? I go to the bathroom and I come back and everything's just fucked up. So it, I mean, it is bad. Like I, I no longer go to the bathroom in the movies now. The thing is, I didn't go into the Last Jedi with any skepticism whatsoever. I went in thinking it was going to be great and was just yeah. severely disappointed. It would be like if I went into this Luigi's Mansion game and thought that it was going to be as good as the original, and then it ended up being Dark Moon Two. Like that, that, was, that was my with Dark Moon. Yeah. No! That was my experience with um, The Last Jedi. But for me, Dark Moon, I never even, like, I always kind of knew. I remember when it got announced, I was like, oh, my God. It was, like, one of the first E3s, like, I had ever, like, really watched. Like, I had sat down and watched the whole thing. And I remember they announced, like, I think they announced both Paper Mario Sticker Star and Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on the oh, same, no. at, like, at the same time. And I was like, yeah! new paper mario game and new luigi's mansion game let's freaking go and one of them ended up being legitimately one of the worst games i've ever played and one of them ended up being a mediocre shell of the original so and then i quit playing video games forever yeah <laughs> that, that that's why you don't get your hopes up kids always go into things thinking they're Life going to be a big horrible. bowl of depression that's why i think i'm gonna have such a good time at um star wars rise of the skywalker because I think it's going to be such a train wreck that... Dude, if you just set your expectations just so low that if you come out, you'd be like, oh, it wasn't that bad, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> and that's the thing, dude. I've never had lower expectations for a movie than I have for this movie. I, I mean, there is absolutely... I mean, I think it's going to be a disaster, but there's I'm going on opening night. I'm so excited to see this train wreck that, like... Well, I can't wait. I wonder how, okay, I don't know how J.J. Abrams, he's going to come back, and he's going to, because he set stuff up in The Force Awakens, and then they gave Ryan Johnson the role because J.J. Abrams was busy with something else. And everything that J.J. Abrams set up in, in The Force Awakens, instead of answering in the next one, Ryan Johnson's like, why don't we make more questions instead of answering the other ones, right? Huh? And just ruined it. Just and everybody at Disney was like, yeah. this man, this man right here. They went for shock factor over good storytelling, 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the, all they wanted was us to be like, <gasps> Snoke died! And, like, that was the moment. But instead, we could have had, like, one of the best characters in Star Wars, Snoke, seeing what this guy's all about. But instead, he was just nothing. And, and what's this shit with the Emperor coming back? We kill Snoke, and they're like, eh! But the Emperor, am I right, guys? Come on. Well, huh? J.J. probably had a plan for <laughs> for this trilogy, and Ryan Johnson just comes in here and kills the plan. 
And so I'd say he had to improvise. I'd say he had to be like, God, I, I planned on there being some kind of Sith Lord in this. They, they have the final cut and they're previewing it. And JJ Abrams finishes the movie and he just looks at the guy and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did I just watch? Oh, did you I bet not he wa- was so Did mad. you not watch the first one? Did you not the one that I made? I said it. Did you not watch it? Are you not you not paying attention? Yeah, I, I and did apparently Ryan Johnson's getting his own trilogy. Is that true? Did they take that from him? I know that was true, but after the backlash, is that still a thing? It's still listed on IMDb, so I don't know. I mean, good luck to you, but, brother. They've been known to be wrong, too. With yeah, stuff. and the thing about it is, I'm sure it, where it's going to be a new trilogy with all new characters, I mean, there's nothing he can really mess up. So, I mean, I'm sure it'll be all right. I'll tell oh, you. I'm sure he can mess it up. Yeah, he'll <laughs> yeah. find a way. I, the Last Jedi was a visually phenomenal movie. It lo- It was beautiful. It was, I mean, it, it was a spectacle. It. Lo- I mean, that Luke scene at the end was one of the best scenes in Star Wars, period. I mean, oh, when he disappears. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't all bad, but just... No, it was all right. It did, I did like seeing Yoda again. Though. Yeah, it was just a As complete... As a puppet, not that CGI shit. Yeah, it was just a complete lack of understanding of the characters, I think, that made that movie bad. Yeah. And I, I think well, there everyone's were, like, coming to terms with the weird humor bad. moments in it, like... Yeah. It was almost like a comedy. I'm like, no. They went for, like, Marvel humor in a Star yeah, Wars movie. I mean, Star Wars has got some funny stuff in it, but not to the level that he brought it, like... And the funny stuff in Star Wars, like, Marvel humor is, like, blatant. We are making a joke. This is the joke. Laugh. And Star yeah. Wars humor is more, you know, it's more subtle. It's more of a serious story than a marble yeah. but you know when luke grabs that freaking creature's nip and starts sucking on it and it's just like <laughs> this milk's pretty good ray you gotta try this <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> i remember when when she hands him the lightsaber and he just throws it over his shoulder i was like what the fuck yeah what? <laughs> that's when that, that's the moment i think everyone was like wait is this gonna be bad <laughs> because that cliffhanger we had been waiting for so long for yeah, that so anticlimactic and they just yeah. they just said nope sorry i know you've been waiting for this for two years but luke doesn't care it's like oh and then that was my biggest problem with it the luke but i don't know how we got on um uh, the star wars the last jedi rant um we do have rise of the skywalker here to talk about how do you think what do you think this movie is going to be in your opinion <laughs> how do you think you're going to walk out of this feeling I don't know. I don't think I'll care because I've pretty much given up. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm what there do you opening think about night. This dark. I don't know about opening night. I'll probably go like. Meh. Well, I usually have to wait for Maddie. Yeah. We always go to them together. Um, what do you think about this dark ray shit, dude? With the double lightsaber. If they actually go for a dark ray, which I don't think they will, but if they do, that would be awesome, in my opinion. Ah, because. That's one of the the best stories in all of Star Wars. You can say whether or not they did it justice, but Anakin Skywalker turning to the dark side is one of the most iconic moments they've ever had. And if they somehow do turn Rey to the dark side, and some people think that she's kind of like a descendant of Palpatine, which would make sense given that he's such a big part of this movie. Uh, Mm. But at the same time, is Rey really going to betray everybody? Uh, you, You know, she's not shown any kind of mental instability. 
like Anakin did throughout the first two yeah. movies. So, but when she was doing when she was on that island, the first place she went was straight to the the dark. Yeah, if you yeah, that is. True. I think I do you know who Darth Plagueis is? Yeah, yeah, Darth. It's okay. not a story the Jedi would tell you. Yeah, I think that he's gonna play. I think he's got something to do with this too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be. I think they're gonna find a way to to bring him in because. That would make sense on why the Emperor's still alive because Darth Plague is taught. Um, I don't. That's it's not really in the can. I don't know if it's in the canon. Anymore. Well, they talk about it in Episode Three. They they talk about it briefly, but there's a, a a special power that Siths can use if they're strong enough, where they can essentially move their soul to a different body. Mm-hmm. So what if what what if Snoke was the Emperor reincarnated, and then when Kylo killed him, he went to a different body again or maybe snoke was darth plagueis in a different but like i don't know yeah i mean that is a that i mean the fact that palpatine's in this movie it's gonna be bananas either way so we're just gonna have to wait and see what they have up their sleeve because i don't know how they're gonna bring him back but i do hope see my biggest hope for episode eight and it's why i was so excited for it i thought they were gonna do the old switcheroo i thought kylo was gonna join the Jedi and the light side and go back to Luke and I thought Ray was going to join the the dark side and I thought we were going to go into episode 9 with co- the roles completely reversed and it was going to be like awesome but obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Um <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting for sure. When does that movie come out? December? Yeah, like December 20th, I think. Yeah, so I mean, not too long of a wait. I mean, we're basically in September, so September, October, November, December, about four months. There's some rumors that Darth Vader might be coming back, too. Uh, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, please don't do that. I wonder if they, by that, if they mean, like, Anakin Sky, like, Anakin's Force Ghost. Yeah, see, they could, they could potentially do that, but Darth Vader cannot come back, because Darth Vader has been redeemed. Yeah, and yeah. even if he did come back, I mean, he had—he's already—he's not Darth Vader anymore. He is. No, if he comes back, I wonder if it's going to be Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I, I, I like to see it. I, I mean, that'd be interesting. I think Hayden Christensen gets a lot of flack for that trilogy. I think it was a Dude, lot of bad only, writing. You can only do so much with that shit writing job that George Lucas. Gave. Yeah, for real. I think a lot of that performance was the writing. I mean, because. Well, like, all of the stupid stuff he did and said were just the lines written for him. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, the perform, you know, like from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. It's like, what? You know, like just <laughs> stuff like that. And the sand comment, like what a stupid, what? stupid line. <laughs> like it, my, my favorite line like that, where it's really stupid is in episode three, where Anakin and Obi-Wan are standing in the elevator and Obi-Wan looks at me, he's like, did you press the elevator button? And Anakin turns and looks at me, he's like, no, did you? And I'm like, what kind of shit is this? <laughs> I don't even remember No, that. did you? <laughs> is that always when they get stuck in the elevator, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you press the button? He's like, no, did you? <laughs> yeah, I, I was in a, I, I went to, uh, I went out of town with Ethan the other day, and um, we uh, were in this big building, we were in this big, this big office building, and there was an elevator shaft, but the entire elevator shaft was exposed to where, like, you could, like, see up it, and, like, you could, like, 
you know, from just standing behind the elevator, you could see the entire elevator shaft. There was no, like, glass between it. It was just a completely open elevator, which was insane. <laughs> and I remember it made me think about the, uh, the, I was like, man, this really reminds me of that scene from episode three of Star Wars where Anakin and Obi-Wan are standing in that shaft because it feels like we're standing in an elevator shaft right now. It, it, That's when you have to look at Ethan and you're like, did you press the button? Uh, no, did you? Did you press the button? It was crazy, dude. It was a, it was such a nice building, too, is the thing. Like, we walked in that building and we were like, gosh, this is a, this place is nice. But then, like, just the fact that their elevator shaft just looks like it's completely, like, the wall's been ripped off. It was unsettling. We sat there for about an hour right next to it too just watching it because we were like an hour early and the people we were supposed to be meeting uh were not getting there for an hour because we, we made great time on that road trip i mean <laughs> yeah we, we you know we left we were like oh, we will give ourselves about 45 minutes just in case you know traffic or something happens and but i mean we we didn't skip a beat we just got there i mean we we didn't know where we were going but we just luckily pulled in and i mean it was a it was one of my more successful road trips. Now, now, when you guys turned around and went back home, uh, what was the address of your home that you went back to? Um, well, it was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They did a callback, dude. They did that earlier in the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. We're, 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 good, we're, we're good at those callbacks. So that, that's going to be a staple for the Crosstalk podcast. Oh, no, don't set us up for that. Oh, <laughs> then yeah. we're going to forget. But you guys said it was going to be like that, and they the didn't do it. Yeah. But, uh, the two people that listen. <laughs> Hi, Mom. I, I think uh, with that, I, I think we're at a, at a pretty good spot to uh, start winding this down, get ready to end okay. the podcast, right? Or we still got to talk about that one thing, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead and set us up. <laughs> All right, so I, I come home. I, I went shopping. I come home, and I see it trending on Twitter. We got some Funimation stuff uh, trending on Twitter, and I'm like, well, gee, it must be for their new game, DBZ Kakarot, right? But no, the the Dumbos that work in the recording booth have some leaked audio of them saying some stuff that's kind of a no-no. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. It is so bad. And it, and just the fact that... So basically, they say some like homophobic slurs. and There's some incest. You got that in there. <laughs> I mean, it is like uh, as bad as you could imagine. And we were... I can think of worse. Oh, I, I, it's no, still yeah, pretty bad. I, I guess I can think of worse, too. But like, what idiot is the microphone is on even if you are just making these slurs on your own time freaking you think you'd be smart enough to you know to not do it when you're recording and you're doing your test recording because well yeah because they do it for uh vocal warm-ups that's how they were warming up to record their lines for the actual episodes can't start off my recording without saying a few slurs yeah, that's how you know it's going to be a good recording session. <laughs> you really gets the voice warmed up. Oh, now they got a clip of us, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one out of context clip that's going to be oh, posted. Be great. Oh yeah, but I encourage everybody to watch these videos because it is just raw human idiocy displayed and at its finest. I know it's supposed to be bad. <laughs> it but is it's so funny. hilarious. It is pretty funny. I, I, I because it just. D- just of how stupid it is is what's so funny. 
like they just keep going like you're like in your head you're like stop please and then they just throw <laughs> out everything and you're like god was who was okay with this why why is this your vocal warm-up just when you think you're like okay this is bad but it couldn't get any worse and then you continue in the video and you're like Oh, they brought it. Oh, yeah. Did the Dragon Ball Z voice actors get canceled? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if... I don't know. It's just now breaking, so we don't don't really know what's going to happen yet. Does cancel culture apply to voice actors? Not anime. Yeah, we're about to find out, I guess. (laughs) Well, they already had the one. Um, He had some allegations of like uh, sexual harassment i don't really know much about the story that much but it was uh vic Min- i can't ever say his name vic Min- minania Min- minania yeah, i have no Something clue like but he's like a pretty prominent voice actor in the anime community so Ooh. yeah i mean i guess uh, good luck to you brother was he in the video no he wasn't in the video he's already passed uh, <laughs> he's already been canceled yeah. Dang. Well, to these people in the video, I mean, I, I, I don't see how you get past that, to be honest with you. I don't know Especially how you come back from that. Shit. Watch the video, please. You'll be able to find it. Just just look up Dragon Ball Z cast homophobic, and uh, it should uh, it should come up, I would imagine. I, I just like the description we have on our little Google document. It just says DBZ homophobic. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That's all. That's all that needs to be said about it. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, that is all that needs to be said. It is a. It is a. It is a good video that will go down I in do, history. I do wonder how it's going to affect the the series though, because like they're still doing Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, I, I I would imagine if I just have to predict, they'll get a slap on the wrist and uh, don't do it again because. I feel like it, I feel like that's how a lot of shit goes. Yeah, I I feel like you know they're like better have a homophobic dude on our channel than to have than to change the voice actor for Goku. You know, uh, was it even the guy who voices Goku? I don't know, but like it was the first mm. one was him, the one saying <laughs> the the homophobic slur. Dang, but uh, yeah, I I I would imagine that that nothing's gonna come of it. To be honest, just because that's how corporations work, and they're not gonna sacrifice that for the moral good, you know. They'll, yeah, they'll probably postpone the the series for a little bit, and then as soon as it dies down, then it's probably it's back on. Yeah, once my man makes an apology video, and you know, <laughs> got got to do some tears. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, but yeah, I mean that's basically all I have to say about it. You got any yeah. any, any any other takes? I don't have any more takes on that, I think. I think I'm good. I got it out of my system. <laughs> All right. And uh, we did it. We we did a podcast. We, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, check us out. We have uh, the podcast should be available on YouTube, Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts. I'm also uploading it on SoundCloud. So there's all kinds of places you can watch and listen to this. So I, I now have a SoundCloud to plug. This is a, this is a big day. Yeah, it's a huge day. This is monumental. This is historic for the two people that listen to this. Oh, yeah. Austin Salyer, <laughs> SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> and he lives it. Uh... <laughs> uh, all right. 
We'll see you guys in the next episode. Actually, you won't see us because you can't see us, but, you know. <laughs> that, was, that was a really bad outro. Save, save me. Uh, bye. Bye.